Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. People, we got another episode of Forever News incoming. For starters, we got a few different stories to talk about. We got Dr. Stone, an update on the manga, the sales in particular. Uh, there was a little bit of a back and forth people been going regarding the sales of Dr. Stone, but we got an update on how many copies it has in circulation as of the recording of this video. So we're going to talk about that. We also got a funny... I don't want to say funny because violence isn't funny by any means, people, but I find it rather, I don't know, ridiculous or whatever you want to call it. A story of people getting assaulted playing Pokemon Go. I actually touched up on a story of a dude that got his nose broken like last year regarding Pokemon Go. So we got some funny stuff to talk about there. We also got a very big story where a petition has been pushed around and it's gotten quite an amount of signatures to censor Shonen Jump. People are upset. This is a, a kind of a blowback in a way from the act age situation. So we're going to jump into that as well. And uh, a story that it may not be anime and manga per se, but I thought it was kind of relative. And to be honest with you, I just really wanted to talk about it. And I think some of you might find interest in it. And it's about static shock and a big return for the franchise and milestone comics or milestone media as they go nowadays so yeah i wanted to talk about it as well and i mean since we're on the topic you know i might as well talk about like the batman gotham knights game that's coming out and uh you know the justice league directors or snyder's cut like there, there's a couple things to talk about there again it's not anime manga but we're gonna do it anyway why not let's see if you guys like it so without further ado people let's jump into another episode of Forever News! The only news source that covers anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you people, we jump into it, we get into the shits. Let's talk about it. I say we can do what we do, no matter how you move, make your move. That's how it be though. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, people, so for our first story, let's talk Dr. Stone. It just came out that Dr. Stone officially has now seven million copies in circulation uh, the second season I want to say is approaching and to be honest with you these are good numbers in terms of like yo 7 million that's that's not bad numbers at all right and a uh, few people were kind of uh, giving me a little pushback because in one of my last videos I kind of said like 5 million after 24 episodes you know it's not the greatest in the world and yeah 7 million it's good numbers but you compare it to like Jujutsu Kaisen that I want to say it's about 7 million if I'm not mistaken or it was like last recorded 6.8 without an anime so yeah Dr. Stone it's a mild success it's not a mega success or whatever but that's still pretty good numbers I mean 7 million of anything that has been sold is pretty damn good and with the second season incoming I'm imagining we'll definitely pass 
10 million by the end of this year probably even more than that so 7 million pretty good for dr stone it's not again amazing by any means like you know chainsaw man just hit 3 million with no anime jujutsu kaisen 6.8 almost 7 million with no anime so there's different levels to this shit but congrats to dr stone nonetheless 7 million copies uh let's see what that second season does because i ain't gonna lie just the title alone sounds so beast stone wars let's do it baby next up i wanted to talk about this very very interesting story regarding some assaults that have been going down in japan over pokemon go now it was about last year around this time funny enough that i made a video regarding uh dude got his nose broken over like arguing with somebody over a gym in pokemon go which to be honest with you it's surprising me that people still play pokemon go like <laughs> it was a big craze about four years ago but since then it's like yo fam I, I guess people still play it even in the pandemic people are like yo i don't give a shit about the rona fam fuck the rona bro screw the rona we going to the pokemon gyms fam we gotta find us a charmander we gotta find us a chancy let's find them let's read the article so we can find out all the juicy details and gossip regarding assaults going down in japan over pokemon go recent assault arrests in japan include pokemon go players Two separate arrests occurred in Hokkaido on August 10th and August 16th. Japan has seen at least two recent cases of assault involving Pokemon Go players. According to Sankai News, Hokkaido police arrested a 56-year-old who assaulted a man in a fight over an in-game gym on August 10th. The victim was a 55-year-old man who had met the assailant through the game several years ago. Almost a week later, a separate case of Pokemon Go-related violence broke out. Hokkaido Television Broadcasting reported on the night of August 16th, a 35-year-old man was arrested in Sapporo. The man kicked a parked car, chased car owners outside of the vehicle, and hit him in the face twice before being restrained by the police. Both men were playing Pokemon Go. At the scene of his arrest, the suspect said that he had been walking while playing the game. He spotted a car parked sloppily in reverse, and when he looked inside, he saw a man playing Pokemon Go. He said that it annoyed him to see someone playing the game in their car while it was parked in such a sloppy state. Last year, the video I talked about, a 43-year-old man in Toyota Aichi was arrested after he assaulted another man in a fight near a local gym. What the hell is going on in Japan with Pokemon Go? Especially these are like middle-aged men in their 50s. Like, what are you doing busting someone upside their head for a fucking Pokemon gym and a Pokemon? Like, what are you doing, fam? Very, very ridiculous. Like, holy shit, I've heard of assault. I've heard of all sorts of things, but over Pokemon Go, fam? And then his explanation that one dude is like, oh yeah, he had his car parked sloppily and he was playing Pokemon go you need to chill fam you're, you're going way overboard it's not that serious it's pokemon go okay so for our next story this one was a bit troublesome when i read it i was kind of like holy shit because i'm not a fan of censorship and i'm definitely not a fan of things like this uh but it's a petition so you never know how far these things could go but they're petitioning apparently to try and censor shonen jump and Yo, fam, don't, don't mess with our, our, our Japanese comic books. I'm just saying, like, stop it right there. Relax. Let's read. Online petition demands content warnings for sexual violence in Weekly Shonen Jump. Change.org petition collects over 4,000 online signatures in just over a week. A Change.org petition titled, We Boys Are Not Wolves, Shonen Jump Should Distinguish Between Eroticism and Sexual Violence concluded on Friday after collecting over 4,000 online signatures in just over a week. This sounds like such a troll. I'm not even gonna lie. It sounds like somebody was trolling, but okay. 
okay? The campaign organizer, a man named Manabu Sekiguchi, demanded that Weekly Shonen Jump should include content warnings or explanatory notes in panels containing sexual violence. He also demanded for Jump to survey its readers about their level of sexual education in order to create expressions of sexuality that can be properly grasped by the audience. In the campaign description, Sekiguchi shares his own story as a Weekly Shonen Jump reader. When he was in elementary school and middle school, he often read manga with sexual content like To Love Rue. However, in university, he met a male friend who did not read To Love Rue, and he now retroactively understands why his friend found the content distasteful. Many of the sexual scenes depicted in the series are portrayed without mutual consent, and he now understands that it's not okay to look at a woman's body in a sexual way without regard for her feelings. Okay, fam, yo, I'm all about being progressive. I'm all about respecting women's rights and all of that jazz, but fam, I am allowed to fucking look at a, an attractive woman and be like, oh man, yo, she's so fucking hot at the very least. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not hurting nobody by looking at a woman and, you know, I don't, I don't gotta be like blurting it out. Holy shit, big fucking tits, but I can think in my mind, damn, yo, she's sexy. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. No, fam. I don't know what fucking Virgin Express you sitting on right now, but get the fuck up out of here. Relax. Like, stop. What are you doing? Sekiguchi also wrote about how when he was young, he often heard about Tokyo's non-existent youth bill, which sought to restrict sexualized depictions of fictional underage characters. The bill was ultimately rejected by the Tokyo Metropolitan Assembly in 2010, but Sekiguchi often heard oppositions to censorship from people around him. Fellow jump readers claim that people are perfectly capable of distinguishing between fantasy and reality. However, looking back, Back, Sekiguchi claims that he was not capable of making the distinctions himself. That sounds like a personal problem. He recounts a time from elementary school when a group of boys sexually harassed some girls, but he did not speak up because he thought boys will be boys and that it was just a natural thing. The leader of that group of boys was later expelled from high school because he secretly took photos of girls while they were bathing. Okay, yeah, that's wrong. That's gross. I, I'm not blaming Shonen Jump for that. That's just like his family, his, the people that whoever raised him didn't do a good job. As an adult, Sekiguchi now believes that the non non-consensual sexual elements in jump manga were not created by people who clearly understood the difference between fantasy and reality, but rather that they are manifestation of a general lack of sexual education in society. Personally speaking, I feel uncomfortable when I look at jump these days and how it gleefully sells women's bodies as if they are livestock. I am a fucking prepubescent virgin bit no. <laughs> Perhaps out of a belief that they won't be criticized if it's between girls. There are more manga these days which show girls sexually harassing other girls. I want jump editors to realize that, regardless of who is doing it, sexual acts performed without the consent of both parties is sexual violence that hurts people. Even if it's in fantasy comic books and no one's being hurt, but... Th there's my logic. Although he claims that he does not want manga to be written like educational materials, he does argue that jump manga these days conditions its readers to perceive female bodies as erotic and that they also reinforce the idea that men are wolves who are invigorated by seeing a woman's sexual body parts. Finally, he argues that many of the female characters who are sexualized in manga are younger than high school age and are therefore considered minors. Girls that young should not be sexualized. Yeah, because the Promised Neverland totally sexualizes girls, right? Fuck out of here. The petition trended online 
headline several days ago, the Real Live News website reported that although some agree with Sekiguchi's argument, especially considering that Jump is read by children, others argue that the depictions of sexual violence are not endorsements and that if sexual violence warrants content warnings or explanatory notes, then so should any other form of violence, including notes for each and every potentially objectionable point would break the flow of manga. After concluding the campaign on Friday, Sekiguchi announced that he will send the petition to Shueisha. Although not referenced directly, the petition comes in wake of the recent Act Age scandal. The sales and serialization of the manga were indefinitely suspended. We know all of that. The magazine's lack of a female editor in the over 50 years history has also been a point of concern in recent years. That That is a little bit like, what, what are you doing? But yeah, uh, a definite mouthful. To be honest with you, at best, at best, if you really, really want to go that far, right? They could do like, I think of like Everyday Struggle from Complex when they put just that one warning screen before the episode starts of like, you know, this and that. Like, if you really want to go that far, throw one page in, in the magazine of, hey, there's some violence and shit like that, whatever. If you really want to go that far, but to be honest with you, this dude sounds like, I don't even fucking know. Like, what, what are you talking about, fam? Like, there, there's the argument that you can say, yeah, okay, the underage girl shit and all that stuff, the lowly shit. No, that's gross. Get that shit the fuck up out of here. But everything else of him talking, like, the fuck are you trying to bring social justice warrior bullshit to Shonen Jump and, and manga? Get the fuck up out of here. Like, no, that's corny, that's lame, that's stupid. Like, a, a warning? One warning page inside of Weekly Shonen Jump magazine? Whatever. It's not bothering me. Every single motherfucker is going to skip that page like if it's cancer. So, yeah, wh whatever with that. But this dude sounds like he just wants fucking explanations and little blurbs at the top of every fucking page. By the way, this is not okay. Like, shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Let let's move on because this shit is actually getting me angry. Fuck that petition. Fuck everyone that signed it. And if you agree with that, dude, fuck you too. Now, on to some better news. <laughs> like I said earlier in the video, I know that this isn't anime and manga related, but I was really excited to talk about it because I've been a huge fan for many years from when I was younger and whatnot, and it seems as though Static Shock will be making somewhat of a return with Milestone Comics and Y'all have no idea how much Milestone Comics and Static Shock had an impact on my earlier days when I was like, you know, my early teens, 13, 14 and shit like that. Like Dwayne McDuffie, the co-founder of Milestone Comics and one of the creators of Static Shock, this dude had a major impact on my life. I used to be on his message boards where he would go by the Maestro and he would be doing like early radio blogs. I remember I, I, I skipped the day of school just to listen to this dude on a, a internet radio show. Like that's how dedicated I was and how much I really appreciated what Static Shock represented and what Milestone Comics represents and to be honest with you hearing that they're returning this is so exciting this is really really dope I mean R.I.P. Dwayne McDuffie one of the greats and whatnot let's read and we'll talk Milestone Comics returns with new Static Shock comics in 2021 Static Shock will get a new comic book series in 2021 as part of a larger revival of Milestone Comics as a DC imprint in a surprise DC fandom panel Milestone Comics co-founder Denise Cohen appeared alongside DC publisher Jim Lee filmmaker Reggie Hoodlin and Static Shock voice actor Phil Phil Lamar to announce the return of Milestone and his heroes. The fact that they got Phil Lamar on there is a very, very big deal. A new digital Static Shock comic will debut in February 2021, along with a Static Original Graphic Novel by Hoodland and artist Kyle Baker. Other Milestone heroes like Icon and Rocket will also get their own comic book series written by Hoodland and Denise Cohen. Cohen also shared that there are a lot more plans being discussed for Static and Milestone beyond 
just new books. There are apparently active conversations around films, podcasts, and other media. As part of the Milestone Revival, classic issues will be digitalized and made available online starting in September 2020, and DC will make select Milestone comics available to read for free for the next 24 hours via DC's digital comic site. Milestone Comics, of course, was founded in 1993 by prominent black comic creators and it was where Dwayne McDuffie co-created characters like Static Shock. And boy, I love hearing it, people. I am so freaking here for it. I really, really can't wait to see what they're about to do with this and, you know, if they're going to do like a live action film or an animated film. Preferably, for now, I think it'd be dope to get people back in with an animated film, but either way, a live action will also inspire if it's done correctly and, you know, it pops and whatnot. would inspire some animated films as well, so I'm not sure what they're going to do. The fact that they got Phil Lamar, one of, you know, the voice actor for static there that's very very interesting and whatever they're gonna do with it i am so fucking excited i love static shock people don't know how freaking big static shock was back in the day with reruns when they brought static shock to cartoon network back in i want to say it was the early 2000s maybe 2004 or 5 static was doing ratings that was bonanzas that was crazy it was competing with like dragon ball z when dragon ball z was dragon ball z uh, of you know the early tsunami era like it was doing i want to say it was 5.2 million viewership like that's how freaking insane static shock was back in its heyday that is nuts and the unfortunate truth is that the reason Static stopped back in the day the animated series was because they couldn't get a toy deal and yeah that's freaking nuts with that crazy amount of viewership considering Dragon Ball Z was competing with the Simpsons ratings wise and, and Static Shock was doing similar ratings on reruns really makes you look at it like oh okay an animated series with the lead character being a black character and you can't get a toy deal despite it doing ratings similar to Dragon Ball Z and the Simpsons all right all right yeah we see what's going on there but thankfully Static Shock is returning, Milestone Comics is returning, and I am so here for it. So sad that Dwayne McDuffie isn't here to see the revival of his, you know, beautiful thing that he created with Static and Milestone, but either way, woo, I am here for it. And there's also other good news that I'm not really going to dive that deep into. Uh, the new Batman game, I want to say it's called Gotham Knights, don't quote me on that, but trailer is banging, people are going crazy for that, so I'm excited for that. And then also we got the Justice League Snyder Cut that is going to be four hours, and apparently it's going to be on HBO. Max and it's going to be cut down into like four one hour episodes so a lot of comic book stuff um either way I'm still just really really in enthusiastic and thrilled about the static thing like it seems as though for people of color this is going to be the, the next couple of years is going to be a major uprising in content creation and if you're an independent creator uh, in particular a person of color this is the time to really get on the grind and get your shit going, fam. Like, oh my god, this is so fucking inspiring. I love to see it. Static shock! But I'm curious what you guys think about any of the stories that I talked about in this one. The Pokemon Go assaults that are going down in Japan. Uh, the censorship for Shonen Jump. Dr. Stone doing 7 million copies thus far. The static shock news. Milestone comics. Are, are you excited for that? What do you want, preferably, uh, as like the launch stuff, aside from the comic line that has been confirmed? Do you want an animated film? Do you want a live action film? Do you think phil lamar the voice of static being there means that it's kind of going the animated route or your thoughts on that and 
just your thoughts on anything we talked about here boy this is gonna be <sighs> static shock baby superhero static shock woo, woo. but that's all i have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything i had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like i'd greatly appreciate it and if you want more from me make sure to subscribe follow me on twitter instagram hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of other social media links are in the description below i'm from that world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy have an awesome day peace in and welcome back static it's been a while it's nights like this and times like this What's that? that i can give another hit but i've got this inside a switch a natural